0: I can't believe it. My mentor Bob Proctor invited me to travel with him on his private jet from Toronto to Vegas and back. But then crickets, nothing. Well, I'm going to show you in today's episode how I turn that stuff around using one of my mental faculties called the will. So you're going to want to stick around because you can apply this in your life too. And regain your control. Hi, everybody, and welcome to part four of our six part series on your mental faculties. Today, we're talking about will, and I'm gonna share with you how I used my will to manifest an awesome experience. And if I can do it, you can do it too. So, let me give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, I had attended Sci Seminars, which is Personal Success Institute, and I go there every year to um, kind of sharpen my saw. And every year that I'm there, um, Bob Proctor is one of the people who are teaching at the seminar. He comes in from Toronto, and he'll work with us for a day and a half or a couple of days. And, um, and so one year, I decided that, oh, my gosh, I'm scheduled to go to the SAI seminar, but also at the same time, I have training with Bob Proctor with my coaching and my certification. It's the same week. And I just said, I'm gonna do both. And then I kind of released the idea. I just decided I was gonna do both. Well, fast forward a few months later, And I'm working at um, one of Bob Proctor's events. It's called The Matrix, and it's a think tank for um, entrepreneurs and people who have ideas to start businesses to collaborate and network together. And so I was working this event with him, and it was before the audience came into the room. Ah, uh, Bob was on stage just like he always does. He's, you know, he likes to kind of organically work through some of his slides and change things around. And so we leave him alone. We don't bother him when he's in his uh, genius zone. But he, I don't know why, but he made a beeline for me. I was standing at my table that I was kind of watching over. And he started talking about Psi seminars and we had this great conversation and we were just talking about some of the people we knew fondly that we, you know, we knew collectively. And, um, and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go next year, but I realize it's in direct conflict with our training, but I'm going to figure out a way to do both. And Bob said, you could fly with me. And I I looked stunned, and a girlfriend of mine was actually starting to walk toward us and kind of engage in the conversation with us, but she could tell something was awesome that was happening, and then she kind of like backstepped away. And here's the funny thing. She, afterwards, I approached her and I said, oh my God, I decided a few months ago that I was going to do both of these events. They were at the same time, the same week. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just decided I was going to do it. And I actually had this idea in my mind, wouldn't it be cool if I could fly with Bob? Because I know he goes every year, but then I released it, right? So I told her the story that Bob just invited me to fly with him from training to um, Vegas where the seminar was being held and then back. And then my friend said, I'm going with you. And I said, okay. So uh, it was like less than six months go by. When the event is happening. And I'm starting to plan for the event. And I emailed Bob's assistant once. And I said, Hi, Gina, it's Laura. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm in deep gratitude that Bob offered to bring me along with him and his jet to uh, the Sci Seminars event. Um, I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I really wanted to be at both events our training and that event. They're both really important. And I'm in deep gratitude. What can I do to be of service? How can I help in his travels? Or what do you need from me? And so I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I don't get a reply. It's, you know, a week, two weeks, nothing. And I'm starting to panic. And all of these thoughts of, of worry and doubt, um, oh, I don't really deserve to do this. I'm not the top, top consultant. I'm in the top 1%, but I'm not the top of the 1%. I mean, really, who am I to do this? All these worries and doubts. Maybe he made a mistake. Maybe he regrets inviting me. I was creating all these stories in my head. And then I got to the point where I brought my vision of what I wanted, which was going to both events, flying with Bob. I I decided that early on so easily with ease and flow. So I brought myself back to that vision. And I used my will to hold that vision on the screen of my mind. And so anytime a worry or a doubt would come through, I would actually say out loud, nope, zip it. I would reject it. And I would redirect my focus to my vision. So maybe another month goes by, and I email Gina again. Hey, I'm just following up again. I'm really, I'm really grateful. I, I would not accept the idea that it would potentially not happen. My, my inclination, though, the the way that I would normally be. Hey, you know what? If if this isn't gonna work out, or if he's changed his mind, it's totally okay. Just let me know. You know, I, I don't want to inconvenience anyone. Nope. But every time I even went down that path, nope, I reject it and I would focus on what I wanted and I would send that email with the expectation that it was happening, it was done. So then a month goes by and I finally get this email from Gina saying, okay, um, we're, we're excited to have you travel with us, can you send me your passport information and, and X, Y, and Z and we'll get things started on our end. All right, well here's the, the crazy part of this too. Is I went to training and remember the friend who was standing with me and learned that I was going with Bob to this event and she said, I'm going with you, I'm going too. Well, what had happened was Bob was so excited about this idea, he's never done this before, that he decided to kind of make a contest out of this at training. And he offered um, this opportunity to two of the top consultants to go on this trip with me. And two consultants were selected. Uh, it wasn't my girlfriend. And um, and then they drew a person out of a hat as to who was going to come with us. And it was her. So there were four of us consultants who traveled from Toronto in this private jet, and which was awesome by the way we were so enthused we were brainstorming and masterminding and it was like a nine-person jet so it was relatively small Bob would come up and and engage in the conversation and the masterminding with us um, each one of us would go into the bathroom of the jet and we'd be in there for it seemed like 30 minutes because we're like opening all the cabinets it was so huge and then going into the front of the galley and um, just opening all the snack drawers and eat like even if you didn't want the snacks we were eating all of the snacks just to experience and take this in. But it was an incredible experience all the way around. And I wanted to share with you what happened so that you can replicate this for yourself. Um, It's important, you know, I always say this, you know, everything's created twice. And you'll hear me end every episode, because it's the truth, first in our mind and our imagination, and then in physical form. So you have to imagine you have to get clear on what you want and you can't be in resistance to it. You can't have, I want this. Oh, but I'm not good enough. I want this, but how's it going to happen? You can't have resistant thoughts and attract the very thing that you want. You can't, you have to imagine it and get to a place where you let, let go and let God kind of, um, and you're not in resistance to it. So I decided number one is that I wanted to go to both of these events. That was the first thing. I said, I'm doing both. I'm going to both. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but I'm doing both. I'll figure it out. One, I made that decision. Two, I decided, wow, wouldn't it be cool if I could fly round trip with Bob? I immediately accepted that idea. I didn't vacillate between, oh, is it possible? Is it not possible? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really pay any more attention to it other than the fact that, wow, this would be really cool and I'd like to have this. It's done! And I accepted the idea immediately. Um, I was aware of the opportunity then around me. So once I made the decision I'm doing both of these events, and then i decided that i don't know i'm going to i'm going to go with bob because it makes the because it makes sense we're both coming from one event going to the other and coming back it makes perfect sense so i accepted that idea but once i accepted that idea i was receptive to the solutions so when bob if i had not been receptive let's play this back when bob made a beeline for me at his matrix event and was just engaging in conversation I never would have thought to have brought up, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna to go to that event too next year. Are you going? I'd love to do both. I'm just figuring out the logistics. I never would have said that out loud. I just would have taken the conversation at face value and then gone about my day. That would have been a missed opportunity. But because I was decisive, I didn't care about how I was gonna make it happen. I just knew that I would, and I didn't have any resistant thought to how I was gonna you know, get there on the private jet um i was open to an opportunity when it presented itself to eloquently engage in conversation and open up the conversation such that it, the offer was made and it just it just happened it, i wasn't calculating it it just happened naturally and and then when doubt crept in when circumstances were showing me mm this is not this is not looking good. It's not going to happen. He's regretting it. Gina's not getting back to me. They forgot that they offered like all the stories that I was creating. When those doubts crept in, I said, I reject it. I reject it. No, this is happening. I deserve it. I, I manifested this. There's a reason why this played out the way it did. And I am open to receiving. That's how I would change my thought pattern. And then I would imagine being on the jet and just having a great time. And it's so funny. I remember thinking, gosh, when I'm on the jet and it's just he and I on the jet, like I don't want to bother him. Like would I bother him? Should I talk to him? Should I give him a space? But that resolved itself too because the solution came forth with that with some of my colleagues coming with me. So the, the solution actually was even far better than what I could have even imagined. We had just have to give ourselves permission to imagine and reject anything that's not in harmony with that. Um, and that's what I did. So in other words, I used my will to hold the image on the screen of my mind to the exclusion of everything else, to the exclusion of what I thought was reality. I created my reality. You know, um, circumstances, we create them. We create them in our mind first. And that's what I did. And you can replicate that as well in your own life. Um, Yeah, isn't that cool? So let's do that right now. As we end every episode, I want to get you connected with your beautiful vision so that you can be aware of the circumstances that are already right in front of your face. You just maybe haven't noticed them. So we're going to do what I call take inspired action. We're going to get connected with the vision of what you want to be, do, or have. And and then whatever downloads of inspiration come to you, any ideas, any thoughts of who you might engage with or talk to, just let those bubble up to the surface. And then you take inspired action by following up on those those avenues or um, being aware of what you might need to manifest that dream or that goal so that when you're standing in line at Seven Eleven getting your, I don't know, what, what do you get, a big coffee or a... a <laughs> A Slurpee or something when you're in line getting your Slurpee and somebody says something and it's what you need To manifest your goal that you have the wherewithal to actually act on it That's why we take inspired action. That's why you take and should be taking time every day to get engaged with your vision This is literally three minutes. You could do that So take a deep breath in through your nose and exhale slowly and completely through your mouth. Take another deep inhale, releasing any signs of tension as you exhale fully and completely. And take one more deep inhale, hold it, and exhale. Feeling the groundedness of the awesomeness of who you are and the knowingness that what you can imagine and see in your mind, you can make manifest. So create an image in your mind of something that you want to be, do, or have. Have. And start to notice and sharpen this image through your five senses. So, what are some of the sounds that you're hearing in this vision of your goal, of your desire? What are some of the things that you're seeing or the people that you're seeing around you? How does it feel being you? in this moment experiencing this joy or this accomplishment feel it fully and completely and then ask yourself how can I serve today what can I do today how can I be today that will draw to me the things I need to manifest this goal? Welcome back. So, you want to make the habit of doing this every day, whether it's with us um, or by yourself. And then write those ideas or inspirations and just be aware throughout the day. Be present. Keep checking in with yourself because you'll know when you're offered an opportunity whether or not it's in harmony with what you desire. But the goal is to keep that image that you created in your mind of your goal or your wish fulfilled on the screen of your mind using your will. That's different than willpower. Willpower is um, something that has a shelf life when you're forcing yourself to do something, but you're not really emotionally engaged in it. Willpower will wear off, but you want to use your will in the right way to hold that image on the screen of your mind and bring yourself to be emotionally involved in the feeling of your wish fulfilled. Remember, like energy attracts like energy, and that's how you start to attract the people, the resources, the opportunities that are in direct alignment with that which you want to create. So I hope you got a lot out of today's episode. I want you to go on to ratracereboot.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter just so you know when I'm having free events and workshops, when our next podcast is dropping, and to download those six mindset-changing techniques for a more fulfilled life. And also, leave us a review and follow us on whatever channel you listen to your podcast on. When you do that, it helps the algorithms and it helps distribute this podcast to help more people far and wide. So I'm excited you joined us this week. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week where we talk about another one of your mental faculties, your memory, and how to leverage that for future desired results. Remember... Everything is created twice, first in your mind and then in physical form. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.